Welcome to episode 22 of the Daniel Yours podcast, a solo episode on why I'm in Florida for a bit. Let's go. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. Little solo episode, little different style of episode today for the first time doing just sort of more of a life update. I mentioned on my Instagram that I would just speak about why I'm in Florida. Probably this is a little bit too long for Instagram. So that's where the podcast comes in. We get a little bit more time together. So anyways, uh, first things first, if you're not following me on Instagram, please do so at Daniel Yoris, just my name. I just surpassed a thousand followers on Instagram, which in the grand scheme of things is not that big a deal, but it's a quite a big deal for me. It's been uh, a lot of work, a lot of time. Um, it's been really fun. And so thank you to everyone who's followed me, shared me, interacted with me, all that kind of stuff. Very, very appreciative and grateful to you. Anyways, I'm going to try and keep this short. You already know that I'm super prone to rambling and just talking on and on and on. So I'll try and just get right to it. I'm in Florida. You you know by now that I live in Toronto. I'm from Toronto. Uh, I'm in Florida, in Naples, Florida. I got here on Saturday. Today is Wednesday. And so I've been here for four days. Um, to give a little bit of context, I'm going to be here for approximately three to four weeks, depending on what's happening at home in Toronto with the entire COVID lockdown situation and all that stuff. So that's when I'll be heading back home. Now, for anybody who doesn't live in Toronto or Canada, I can't imagine that you're paying attention to the to the news in Canada. So quick bit of context. Um, the COVID situation has been quite serious. Uh, the lockdowns have been quite strict. Lots of things are very restricted. In Toronto, gyms have been closed since October. It is obviously June now, so that's a really long time, <laughs> as you can imagine. And as someone who works in a gym that, you know, that plays a, plays a toll for, for many different reasons, but it's not just the gyms. I mean, restaurants, shops, visiting friends and family, outdoor gatherings, all that stuff has all been prohibited for a very long time. As of this date, as of this recording, things are starting to slowly open up in Toronto. Outdoor gatherings are allowed. Um, I think eating on patios at restaurants is allowed and, and a couple activities like that. But for the most part, things are still quite locked down. And it is what it is. Uh, I don't need to, you know, we don't need to have a talk about uh, opinions on these things. You know, COVID is serious and, and all that stuff. But that that's what the situation is, regardless of anyone's opinions or feelings about anything else. That's what's happening in Toronto. Now, let's take a little step back in time here to the beginning of COVID. And that will help explain sort of what I've been or what's happened with me personally and professionally over the last year and a bit. Um, and that will line up with why I decided to come here for a little bit. So beginning of COVID, like everybody else, you know, I was worried and nervous, you know, it was some new crazy thing. We didn't know what was happening. And so everyone was freaking out and I didn't run and buy toilet paper. I wasn't one of those crazy people, but you know, like everyone else, I stayed home, followed the rules, did it, did everything that we should do. And, you know, we were genuinely a little bit worried. And then as things, you know, calmed down and we started to learn, more and have more information, I calm down just like everybody else. Um, during the entire COVID time, so this is now March till whatever, June of last year of 2020, I was super positive. I said, okay, you know, this this kind of sucks for, for a lot of reasons, but there's some serious stuff going on in the world. Let's just take the good with the bad, be extremely positive, spread that positivity as much as I could. I obviously wasn't working in the gym at the time, I kept busy first really with my own training in that first lockdown. I, uh, I hammered at my own training quite a bit. I went back home to my parents' house, still kept my apartment downtown, still paid rent and all that stuff. And I got in probably the best shape of my life last summer 
just training. I was training twice a day. It was unsustainable, but I mean, I had the time and the and the ability to do so. So I said, so I figured, why not? Because personally, I enjoyed it and liked it, and I didn't know if and when I would ever have the time and and ability to be able to train that much again. So, anyways, in August of last year or so, gyms uh, opened up again. Things were looking great in Toronto and kind of worldwide. Went back to work in the gym. Everything was good. Get back into it. All that stuff. Now, keep in mind through through the lockdowns, I'm 26. At the time of the lockdown last year, I was 25. My birthday's in September. Uh, you know, I'm not married. I don't have children. So, you know, uh, I wasn't panicking to put food on the table financially and all that stuff because I'm only financially responsible to myself. Uh, thankfully, at, at this point, of course, I wasn't making any money. Um, I still paid my rent and paid my bills and all that stuff. Like, yes, I took the government assistance as anyone would and as I was deserving of it being essentially uh, making it illegal for me to be working in the way that I was so so I mean this none of this is to be like a sob story but I just want to explain kind of what was going on so sure I wasn't making any money but I'm also pretty diligent with my money I wasn't hurting uh for cash I wasn't I was very shocked actually at the response of many people and not shocked in a negative way just shocked genuinely like I didn't know that this is how people lived that uh, people were struggling to pay rent and buy groceries after just two weeks of not working where you, you barely even missed a paycheck yet and people were already worried. Thankfully, I'm not one of those people. And I mean, it's not like a luck thing. It's just that uh, I didn't, I don't waste money. And I don't, again, I'm trying to hard not to make this like a, I'm better than anyone because I'm not better. I'm not rich. I'm not some financial guru. I just don't spend that much money. My expenses are quite low. And so I wasn't strapped for cash and I never was. And that was never a concern of mine. So in this scenario where I had children and a family and many bills and like a lot of stuff to take care of, this entire situation would have been very different for me. But again, fortunately, I'm not in that situation. And so I'm just telling it like it is. This is just kind of, uh, this was just my experience with, with everything. So again, yeah, I was receiving the government assistance, you know, payments and whatever. Uh, they didn't really move the needle. Um, frankly, they, they're great. Something is obviously better than nothing, but they don't even cover rent, uh, in downtown Toronto. So it's great, uh, to have, to have something, but no, you know, no one's, uh, no one's living off that. Anyway, second lockdown came around in October. I remember being very, very upset that day. I was, I was really upset and uh, I was upset for that whole weekend. But then again, Monday came, came around and I was like, okay, I had my little, uh, hissy fit about me and being upset and I was back to positivity and everything was great. But again, that was in October and now it's June. So that's eight months. So you can imagine that things change. The year 2021 got started uh, off really well for me. I moved into a new condo. Um, I got more serious. I didn't go back home and to, to my parents' place and just focus on my own training. I wanted to focus more on my own business and my own work stuff and building the podcast, building out um, platforms for online training, which I'm still in the process of doing. I've started it, but not completed it yet. And I needed to just focus on other stuff. So sure, I still worked out. And if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I've still been doing it with ups and downs and whatnot, but um, it wasn't my main focus and I had other stuff to focus on. So I stayed downtown uh, on my own, wasn't really training that much, just more exercising to be healthy, but not really training, training. So anyways, the year started off great, got the podcast rolling, got more serious with Instagram. Things were kind of off to a great start. And then 
somewhere around March and April, March, end of March, I kind of hit a wall and felt like uh, I'm just kind of going through the motions at this point. I still kept up everything. I still got my sort of daily minimum tasks done, if you will, where I never missed a day of posting on Instagram or getting back to people. It wasn't like I wasn't answering my phone and stuff. I was just getting those things done. But when I wasn't in the public eye, you know, I still recorded the podcast episodes on the same schedule that I'd liked or I had planned to roll them out on. But when I wasn't in the public eye, I wasn't really getting a lot done. And I felt like I was really just in a lull of kind of getting through the stuff. And, and for better or worse, the trying to be a public figure of some sort on on Instagram and, and with the podcast, it, it grounded me because it gave me something to do. And I'm not sure that maybe I, if I didn't have those things, maybe I would have spent a lot of days laying in bed and, you know, just scrolling on my phone, doing nothing, wasting away. But at least those things got me to do something and interact with something uh, for the day. But there was a lot of days where I just really didn't get a lot done. And it wasn't every day. But, you know, if I think about what I did in a day, my productivity, my output was very, very low during that time. And, you know, I, I guess I just ran out of positivity. I, I, I'm not sure what to say. You know, this is not, I'm obviously not a mental health expert. Uh, I don't want to get into that discussion, really. Uh, I think that mental health kind of exists on some sort of sliding scale, a continuum. It goes up and down every day. We all deal with different things to different degrees. Um, but, you know, what I would say is like a little bit down doesn't mean that one is clinically depressed or, or something else like that. So so would I say that I was like depressed or anything like that? Like, no, absolutely not. I was just less positive than I usually am. And I was, wasn't exactly like my happiest through that time because it all just caught up to me. There wasn't a lot of forward progress. There wasn't a lot to get excited about. It, the lockdowns and restrictions were never ending. So you can imagine, you know, someone young and getting going is like trying to build something and trying to do something and roadblock after roadblock. And yes, I'm being a little woe is me. Oh, I should have, you know, pivoted my favorite word. Everyone's pivoting and which again, not a business guy, but like just because you change jobs, like that's not a pivot. Like you need to do something the same, but different. But anyways, so, so I did some things and I did some new things, but, but you know, there was, I'm in the lull phase right now. I'm in the, I got started, I got over the excitement of starting and now I'm just in the grind phase of like, okay, you just gotta, you just gotta keep it up and keep it going and it's going to all catch on and it's all coming, but it hasn't got there yet. And so, uh, there wasn't a lot of like positive stuff happening that was like regularly regularly occurring. I have great people around me, you know, great support network, great family, friends, all that stuff. So I have nothing to be sad about. Of course, I wasn't working in the gym. I wasn't like making the amount of money nearly even close to the amount of money that I was like previously making. And as I'm trying to build everything up, um, and I mean, you know, some people it's hard to understand what that might be like, and so. What I can say about that, again, I'm going to say this a bunch of times because I feel almost bad saying this. Like, this is not a woe is me. This is not a pity thing. This is just me explaining what it is. And overwhelmingly, my life situation is fantastic. You know, I, I always have food on the table. I'm never going to not have a roof. Like, everything's good. Like, it's not it's not to be that extreme, but everyone's troubles are relative. But a couple months ago in, in April, I was just talking with my friends in like a group chat, a text chat. And we were talking about COVID stuff, whatever. And I guess I was complaining or saying something negative or, or whatever. And one of my buddies said, you know, why do you care so much? You're just working from home anyways. How did this even affect your work? And 
you know, like at first I thought he was joking. Cause like, what, what do you mean? How did this, like, did this even affect my work? And then I realized he was for real. And I kind of sarcastically just said, well, yeah, I mean, other than not being able to work for a year, no, it didn't really affect my work. And so the reason that I, I say that story is because that was a legitimate thing of someone who's, who's a friend of mine. And so it's hard for other people to realize what others might be going through. And and the same is for me. I'm sure there are other people who, who have other aspects of this or have other impacts that I can't comprehend or understand, or I'm totally missing. And my situation again is certainly not the worst, but it is, it is what it is. And so, you know, not being able to work for an entire year plus it, especially in the way that I was used to and whatnot. Yeah. Like that's kind of a big deal. And, and for, for anyone who, you know, works kind of like a corporate office job or whatever, who is just relatively easily able to work from home. Of course, there are, there are troubles and struggles with being at home, not being able to go out and whatever, but at least you're, you're working, there's something to do every day and all that stuff. When you're trying to just build up, you know, I'm, I'm only accountable to myself. I'm only, um, you know, all my deadlines are internal deadlines. I don't have anyone to like present things to anything that I'm building. I have to do it. I come up with the ideas. There's no one to ask. There's, it's all just me. And so, you know, again, after some time, like this gets a little bit tiring. It gets a little bit, you run out of some positivity at, at some point. So the restrictions, the uncertainty of everything just kind of like kept weighing on me at this point. Um, and when the opportunity presented itself to come to Florida, which Another just a little sidebar here, Florida, for anyone who's not in North America, whatever, Florida is basically totally open. Uh, COVID situation is pretty well under control here. Um, you can go anywhere. Things are safe. People are happy, friendly, all that stuff. You know, there are still some some precautions in place, uh, of course, but uh, overwhelmingly everything is open and life is pretty much normal, which is a, it's a strange thing to say that it feels so great to be in normal life. So anyways, the, the opportunity presented itself to come down to Florida. First, I thought it's, ah, it's unrealistic. Like, you know, why would I go to Florida? I'm not making enough money. I'm not making the, the amount of money that I could have been. And I mean, obviously, like who couldn't use more money? Obviously, everyone would like to make more money if they could. Uh, so yeah, I know I have great things around me. Um, but of course, it's expensive to go on to go to another place when you're when you're paying rent and you're doing other stuff there. So there's expenses that come with it. But I the more I thought of it, uh, sorry, at first, when the opportunity presented itself, I thought, ah, it's kind of silly. And the more I thought about it, I said, well, there's great weather in Florida, which uh, one fault of mine, I think, and I don't know that this is a fault, is I find myself very affected by the weather. When it's constantly gray and dark and gloomy and cold, I just don't feel as good. When it's sunny and warm and great weather, I just feel significantly better. And I think that's common. I think my assessment of myself is that I'm a little bit more affected by that. And I, and I don't like that I am so affected by it, but it's just the truth. And it's just the way I am. And, and the kind of the way I've always been, I just also genuinely enjoy the beach and the water. That's something that I really enjoy. Um, and everyone would say that they do, but you know, some people might say they, they like the mountains better. Or they, some people like winter, are you crazy people who like winter. I don't know who you are, but <laughs> I know that some of you are out there. I like the beach and the ocean and the hot weather. So these things uh, lined up very well for me. Coming to Florida, great weather, things are open. I can get back in the gym. I'm close to the beach. I can get in nature. I can clear my head. I can get some new environmental exposure by being in a new place and really just be able to kind of hit the reset button on everything so that when I get back and I'll go back home when things are open and when things look good. But when I get back, I'll be in a good headspace. So in my line of work, uh, 
when I'm training someone, whether it's online or in person, I'm giving all of myself all the time, my energy, my knowledge, my compassion, my understanding, all of that stuff. And when I'm not my best, I can't give my best. It's like trying to give more of myself when it, when it doesn't exist. And it becomes very, very energy draining more. So when my quote unquote cup is full, I can give my energy all day long and it feels good. And I'll feed off the energy that I give back. But when, when I'm kind of running on low, it's, it's very cumbersome to continue to give my energy all the time. And even though I'm getting it back, it's, it's a losing battle. And so this will help me professionally in that to be able to just sort of reset and get refocused before getting back into the swing of things. And which is something I needed because I was just had very low output. I wasn't getting a lot done. Uh, just needed a really good, uh, a really good brain reset. The reason that I chose to, um, come to Florida specifically in Naples specifically one of my cousins is here uh, doing some work with a friend who lives here locally in like legitimately lives here in Naples. And so, you know, I, I didn't want to go somewhere and just be totally alone in a place with all strangers, which I mean, that would have been fine as well, but uh, better to have some, some contacts and whatnot here. So there are some things that I can learn uh, professionally. These people, my cousin included and his friends and whatnot here or friends and friends of friends are quite successful in what they do. Some of them are doing similar things in the online space that I would envision for myself to do to, to a degree, similarly to a degree and, and some things that I can learn from them. So professionally, there's a lot of opportunity for connection and for growth and learning there. But the chance to hang around these people, feed off their energy is a huge bonus for me. Another thing is like I can get back in the gym and that sounds so silly, but you know, I haven't been in a gym in eight months. It's a big, it's a big part of my life. Obviously haven't consistently been lifting in eight months and, and been able to be productive at the same time. So with the, again, going back to this concept of hitting the reset button, I can get in the gym, I can get work done. I can be productive. I can do all the things. I didn't come to Florida just to, you know, fuck around and drink and be on the beach and just, you know, be a, be a, be partying all the time and all that stuff. Like, you know, don't get me wrong. I like to have a good time just like anybody else, but I didn't come here to do that. I, I'm sure we'll, we'll go for some dinners and maybe have a few drinks here and there, but overwhelmingly, like we're all kind of here to work and there's a mix of that work and play because I'm also staying here for a slightly extended amount of time. I don't feel a rush to do things. It's again, it's Wednesday. So I've been here four days or four or five days. I've gone to the beach every day and I will go to the beach almost every day, but because I'm here for a, a little bit of time, I don't need to spend the entire day at the beach lounging around. A couple hours is great. Also, you know, for those of you who who know me in real life and see me in person, like I, I'm the sun is not my best friend, so I can't be in the sun all day long. So a couple hours is great for me with sunscreen, of course. Yes, mom, I'm putting sunscreen on. Also, by the way, like sidebar, sunscreen is by far the most expensive part of this trip. It's the thing that I'm going to spend <laughs> spend the most money on more than anything else, which is hilarious. But anyways. Didn't come down here to uh, to mess around and, and just party. Like I do have a lot of professional things that I want to get done, including like actual work and some projects that I've kind of had on the back burner. I've kind of half started a bunch of things and get an idea, get a spark for a day, and then and then let it go because again, I was just in that lull state and kind of never followed through. So being here, I've already been like more productive and trying to work for less hours because the the hours that I'm working here or doing productive things I'm actually getting stuff done not 
pretending to get stuff done. So that's been one thing. So being in the new environment is great. Getting to the gym is great. Getting to the beach and being in nature, all those things are really, really good for me and being able to get back into a good rhythm going forward so that when I do get back to Toronto, I've taken a bit of a jump forward. Um, so I'm more set up professionally, especially to to succeed in what I've got going on. And, and in turn, that helps me do my job better, which helps clients and helps other people better. So it all kind of like, it all feeds off that, right? Again, going back to the, the tank thing. If my tank is full, if my cup is full, I can give more of myself and I want to be able to give the most of myself all the time. I noticed over the past couple months, I was I wasn't lacking on getting back to people, but I wasn't checking in on people as much. I wasn't checking on clients and friends and just to, just to talk and like shoot the shit and say, Hey, how's it going? How are you doing? What are your workouts like? Or what have you been up to lately? Like I, I just, I was still doing it, but it was just less. Whereas in the beginning parts of COVID, you know, I was checking in on people weekly or every other week or every couple of days or whatever it was, but it was much more frequently. And, and the past couple of months, I just couldn't muster the energy, the, the social energy to, to send a text message and check in on people. And that sounds so silly. And like, Obviously, physically, it takes nothing to send a text or, or whatever, but I couldn't muster the energy, again, socially, just to to reach out and, and see what's up with people. So all that good energy that's coming into me right now is going to spill back out into the world. And so I think this is best for me and best for everyone that I will interact with, friends, family, clients, professionally, all of that stuff is all going to be better. So that's more or less the gist of it. I'm here for a couple of weeks. I'll be back when things are open and things are solid at home. Um, I'm going to enjoy my time here. I'm going to get a lot of work done. I've got some projects kind of on the go, uh, things that I don't want to announce yet because nothing is uh, for certain yet, but some exciting opportunities. Some exciting opportunities have already presented themselves even being here. Even It's only been four days, but there's been a couple people that I've connected with um, who will who will prove useful as both. Uh, useful is such a terrible word. Uh, what's a good word for it? Um, I can't think of a good word for it, but, but people who will be good friends, good, uh, business resources, people that I can learn from great connections to have, whether they're online or, or in person here, not, not just clients, but like people that I can learn from. So that's great. Hopefully I'll be able to coordinate to get a couple of them on the podcast, which would be really fun. And I'll, and I'll be able to do in-person podcasts with them for the first time sort of thing. So that'll be a, a technological adventure, <laughs> but, but it'll be fun to connect with them, learn from them get reset, get refocused, get back in the gym, get, get, get my body back, get my, and by association, get my head back in the right, in the right place where it should be. And, um, and that's all, that's all really, I I probably rambled too much. I think this episode is probably already a little over 20 or so minutes, but I think that's the gist of it. I I hope that, you know, you understand this. This is not uh, some crazy party trip. I don't want to hear the, Oh, traveling during, during a pandemic. Like that, I don't want to hear that because you know, there are rules to follow. I didn't just decide to come here. Like there are rules. You got to get COVID tests. You got to do a bunch of stuff. I did all that. Things are fine. Like you, you can do stuff as so long as you follow the rules. Of course, there are like costs and, and risks and stuff associated with doing so. But in my personal opinion about my own life, the potential costs and risks massively outweigh the positive benefits that will come from this. And nearly everyone that I spoke to about coming here and making this trip happen told me that this would be a good idea. And so, you know, those of you who are listening, who, who had those conversations with me, thank you so much for, for pushing me to do it and for listening to me, uh, complain a little bit and, and just talking me through it. And 
you were right. You were right. So, so you know who you are. Uh, thank you so much for, for doing that. Um, but that's it. I'll, I'll kind of end it here. If you want to see my updates on, on what's going on here, I'll be posting, you know, reasonably as much as I can, uh, on Instagram at Daniel Yoris. Um, I feel great. I feel fantastic. It's been a great start and there's lots of good things coming. So that's it. Stay tuned. Uh, I'll let you get back to it. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate all your support. Again, huge, huge, huge thank you to everyone uh, in the Instagram world hitting over a thousand followers. Little milestone, but a milestone nonetheless. Onwards and upwards from here, baby. Uh, I think the beach is calling my name now. So that's that. Thanks for listening. Uh, probably not one that you're going to like share with people because I know <laughs> this wasn't like informative or anything that you learned from this, but hopefully this gave you a little bit of insight um, if you were interested in all that. Make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating review, blah, 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 all that stuff helps a lot. Thank you. Love you. See you later. Bye-bye.